Okay, so hello everyone and welcome to Football Drama. I know I usually don't start the show off like this, but I did want to bring light to something. So I'm listening back to the episode and I realized that there's like a lot of breathiness, heavy windness going on. And obviously it's due to the Apple mics, um, the Apple headphones, um, the mic on that because my podcast mic is still acting weird. So I think I'm going to just have to buy another one. So yeah, I apologize in advance um, for all the weird breathy. Just just don't listen to this at like max volume. You'll be okay. But um, yeah, I'll try to get this fixed as soon as I can. But um, thank you again for listening and supporting. And yeah, I'll see you guys soon. Okay, so hello again. My name is Shadina and you're listening to Football Drama. Thank you for tuning in to another episode. Um, honestly, I don't think... Well, actually, I'm not going to say anything. Um, I don't like the last two episodes have been like 45, 46 minutes long, which I feel like is kind of short. But again, if I don't have much to talk about, I'm not really going to try to waste your time and find different things. So I just won't do that. Um, but... If there's anything any of you would like for me to talk about, feel free to DM me or whatever. Actually, no. I made a curious cat for um the Twitter, the football drama Twitter. You can follow that. I'll have that linked in the description. Um, and then you can do the curious whatever thing there. Um, I'm really bad. Uh, I'm really bad with the social media. I haven't been like updating them. I think it's like me personally with my personal social medias. I don't really post. Well, I tweet a lot. I will say I do tweet a lot, but um, I end up deleting some of them afterwards anyway. But like on Instagram, I don't really be posting on Instagram that much. Maybe like a story here and there, but I genuinely don't think I made any posts this year. So yeah, Instagram's kind of meh for me. But you know, I can. I want this podcast to grow, so I need to, you know, get over myself and use the social media. But yeah, anyways, what was I talking about? Oh, okay. If you there's something you want me to talk about on the show, you can um, either like send me a DM. That's fine. It's whatever. But if you want it to be anonymous, you can just go to football's drama and it should be in the link. I mean, the link should be in the um, bio description thing. So yeah just some housekeeping things or whatever um i think that's it yeah that's it let's get into today's episode so footballer appreciation i didn't really have one this week so i was going to talk about richie ledesma but then i remembered the story so mara gomez became the first transgender woman to play football in argentina this happened last monday she's 23 and she got the approval to play from the AFA which is the Argentina Football Association and she got to start in Via San Carlos's game against Lanus sure um she signed a contract with Via San Carlos which is in the Primera A so I think like the first division um she signed with them in February but due to you know the panoramic her debut was put on hold but it happened recently and the team won 7-1 so I'm going to read some quotes from ESPN's article. Um, 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 let me zoom in on this because this is tiny. All right. So she said, when I started out, football was a therapy for me and I couldn't think it was possible to dream or consider playing in the top division. 
A few years back, this was unthinkable to talk about or debate, but now we are opening new roads. This is a huge achievement. I'm totally grateful to my club, to my teammates and coaching staff for opening doors, for opening the doors for me and for showing me respect from the beginning. I'm proud to represent a community, but also a part of society and to know that I have become a reference for a lot of people. So after the game against Linus, um, they gave her a jersey to commemorate the occasion. And they wrote, we celebrate and accompany this enormous step on the road to expanding rights. Congratulations, Mara Gomez. After that, she received many messages, um, many people congratulating her. And she posted on social media after the game. It wasn't magic. It wasn't a gift. It wasn't easy. There was a life of fighting, suffering, and sadness. There was a life on the edge of death and a broken heart. Many obstacles had to be overcome to revert the past. This has only just begun. Today I breathe. Today my soul returns to my body. Football came to my life at a time when I needed it. It came at a time when I was struggling psychologically because of discrimination, exclusion, and I saw it as a therapy. I realized that football could be a style of life for me. So good for Miss Mara and good for Argentina. You love to see it. Um, I don't remember what article I read this on, but um, they mentioned that there were other um, transgender footballers active in different countries like Spain, Canada, and England. Um, you know, again, you love to see it breaking barriers, changing the game. So I wish her all the best and I um, hope that she plays well with her team. So. I do still want to say get well soon to Richie Ledesma. So if you don't know who that is, he is a U.S. Miss National Team and PSV player. PSV is in the Netherlands. I don't know what their division. I think it's like Yuri Division. I'm not even going to. Yeah. Um, he recently got injured in their match against, I couldn't tell you, but it was a Europa League match. Is unfortunately an ACL injury, which is like the worst possible injury an athlete could get. I believe he'll be out for six to nine months. Um, I wish him a nice recovery. I would say speedy, but it's not going to be speedy. So I'm just not going to waste my time. Um, but he's still very young. He's only 20. So he'll come back from this and do good things for both club and country. Um, you do hate like you do hate to see something like this happen, though. But again, I wish him all the best and that he comes back stronger. And um, speaking of injuries, it looks like Neymar picked one up recently. Something with his ankle. I think he, his ankle got twisted underneath um, Thiago Mendes. And that name sounds really familiar. Let me see. Thiago Mendes. I can't type just kidding i've never seen this man in my life well um he plays for Lyon. that's who psg were playing against um the past weekend or was it yesterday i think it was yesterday sunday so they're playing against Lyon, and he ended up getting a red card for this foul or this challenge that he did on Neymar. so i don't really think they know right now what the injury is looking like hopefully it's nothing too serious but um, they'll just have to see. PSG will just have to see. And they'll most likely make an announcement, announcement about it soon. So, yeah. Everyone just, everyone just, you know, feel better. You know? Let's just, let's just, let's just heal ourselves, okay? Alright, so let's move on to the Prem. 
Um, let's get some results and standings. So, um, what am I doing? Oh, okay. So match day 12 of 38, Leeds United versus West Ham ended 2-1 to West Ham. Wolves and Aston Villa ended 1-0 to Aston Villa. Um, Newcastle, West Brom ended 2-1 to Newcastle. Man United, Man City, 0-0. Everton, Chelsea, 1-0 to Everton. Southampton, Sheffield United, 3-0 to Southampton. Crystal Palace, Tottenham, 1-1. Fulham, Liverpool, 1-1. Leicester City, Brighton, 3-0 to Leicester City. Arsenal, Burnley, 1-0 to Burnley. So the standings... So, I feel like, hold on, there's someone, hold on, I feel like someone came home, and there's, hold on. Okay, my bad, I thought someone came home, but it was just my dad explaining something to my mom. Anyways, um, so the standings look like this, Tottenham is in first place, second place Liverpool, Leicester City in third, fourth is Southampton, Chelsea is in fifth place. Um, the Manchesters are right next to each other. Man United in eighth place, ninth place, Man City. Um, Arsenal is in 15th place. And then bottom three, we have Fulham, West Brom, and Sheffield United. Um, well, I didn't watch the Chelsea game. Um, I think I was going to though, like despite, um, Pulisic being injured, I still was thinking about watching the game, but something came up and I just didn't, I didn't really miss out on anything since they lost. Um, but um speaking of pulley he wasn't um he wasn't in this game or even like on the bench or anything um frank kept him out because he apparently felt a little niggle or whatever they said i think i don't know what that tweet said but i'm pretty sure i saw the word niggle um he picked it up during training and just decided to keep him out to you know stay safe which, you know, I get it. Better safe than sorry. But I feel like you can kind of stunt that if you're going to. I don't know. I feel like is is Frank being too safe, you know? Um, but then again, with the way Christian is built, I think it's always just better to be really safe. Because he's like a player that you can't really... I don't know, like him and Ziak, you can really tell when the team is missing them, especially in like a game like this, because this was their first game, but they lost in the last 17. So like you can really tell when they're missing um certain players because they end up playing like this and they end up losing. So um, hopefully nothing's wrong. I think Pulisic is going to be in the um squad for tomorrow. Tomorrow, Chelsea plays against Wolves, so I think, I'm pretty sure I saw something where he'll be, um, he traveled with them or something, so maybe he'll get a start, maybe not, and even if it doesn't get a start, maybe he'll get subbed on, that's all that matters, as long as he's not injured, because I've, I think we've had enough, um, I think we've had enough, I really want to know what this man is eating, because it's definitely not helping him out, like, is, is he drinking enough milk or something, I don't, I don't get why he's, like, there's always an injury problem, especially like with his hamstring. Like I just, I just don't get it. Like I don't know. But anyways, um, I kind of don't want to talk about this game, but I guess I will. Eh, nothing major really happened. It was kind of a boring highlight 
video um let me see 19th minute mindy and calvert lewin bumped into each other well mindy bumped into him and the penalty was given everton was able to convert it and it became one nail to the toffees i believe that's their nickname um chelsea got a free kick in the 23rd minute richel since richel said his hair looks just i don't i think he knows what he's doing but like it just doesn't look cute he fouled on um, reese james who then took the shot but it was blocked by pickford it was a good effort though um zuma had a chance in the 27th minute it wasn't a header but an attempt with his left foot but it was blocked um nothing really second half var had to come into play there was a decision for a penalty to be given after ben chilwell fouled covered lewin in the box but since um he was offside no penalty was given and that was basically it um like i said the highlights were really boring so i can't even imagine how the 90 minutes were um so yeah um the other game i want to talk about with Ars well i just said it um arsenal versus burnley so i heard there was some drama in this game and i'm not surprised because it's arsenal um so the drama happened in the second half which i think i'm, I'm gonna just skip to the second half i don't think y'all actually let me not be fake okay uh let me see let me see let me see so arsenal had a chance in the 11th minute um lacazette who's very bald tried to do a bicycle kick but like not really bicycle kick but that was blocked um by like three of the burnley defenders um another chance for them in the 20th minute holding with the header that went over the crossbar and i just want to say rob holding's hairline is absolutely wretched he's only 25 i think he should invest in some bosley because it doesn't make any sense for his hairline to be looking like that um arsenal chances let's say nothing they seem to have a lot of the possession but they all went to waste um second half now i'm just gonna straight to what i watched this thing for so in the 55th minute there was a clash between granite Xhaka and someone mcneil um granite fouled him and obviously was heated about it the two were in each other's faces until Xhaka put his hands on him apparently choking him he was only given a yellow at first until var had to come into play and showed um him grabbing mcneil's jersey and then grabbing his neck Xhaka was finally given the yellow second yellow and was thrown out of the game um with this like situation i really don't get why um why Xhaka got so defensive about it like you fouled this man it was low-key an unnecessary foul like you fouled this man and he had every right to come up to you and be like hey so what's the deal like what's up like because he would have been the same thing if someone fouled him like that and then for you to put your hands on this man like put your hand on his neck and like at least I don't know deck him in his jar or something if you're that mad but like putting your hands on his neck that was a bit too much so the red card was well deserved um and we'll see if arsenal still keeps him after this season because i feel like um i feel like i've seen a lot of like stuff about like um arsenal fans just not wanting shaka anymore and how like they want him gone so we'll see he'll probably be gone by the end of the season um in the end though burnley took all three of the points thanks to an Aubameyang own goal in the 73rd minute i feel bad that they went down like that it honestly could have been prevented. Aubameyang was facing like, he was facing away from the goal. So he couldn't see, you know, from the, he don't got eyes in the back of his head. So he couldn't see. So hopefully he didn't beat himself too much about it. But yeah, that's tough. And that's all for the Prem. Um, I was going to talk about Villa versus 
wolves but i just know um let's move on so moving on to the bundesliga so these games look like these they are match day 11 of 34 so wolfsburg and frankfurt ended 2-1 to wolfsburg dortmund stuttgart 5-1 to stuttgart i don't don't even get me started um freiburg and armenia in the two nil to freiburg rb leipzig Bremen in the two nil to leipzig mines fc Köln ended one nil to Köln. munchen gladback hurt the berlin one one in berlin bayern munich one one augsburg schalke two two schalke how schalke not schalke what am i talking about pause Leverkusen, Hoffenheim, 4-1 to Leverkusen. So, Bayern Leverkusen is in first place. Second place is Bayern. Third, Leipzig. Um, fourth is Wolfsburg. Fifth is Dortmund. And in the bottom three, Armenia, who has a relegation playoff thing. And then Mainz and Schalke are just dead in the relegation zone. I think Schalke is just... They might as well just go down there now because... I don't, I mean, there's like still like a bunch of matches left, but I don't know. They have not been doing hot at all. They only have four points. So, yeah, we'll see. Um, I think I'm just going to, um, I have to sneeze. <laughs> okay, so before I start off, I wanted to say that it, I'm, I, it does look like that Erling Haaland is for real injured and will be out for the rest of the year. He seems to be fine though. He's in Dubai for like healing, no, for treatment. I think like he just, I think a couple hours ago, he did like an Instagram live. I didn't really watch that much of it because I didn't know what was going on, but he got like some golden ball awards. So good for him. But um, this team is really needing, like this team is like so parched without holland like i just it's just so it's just so sad so this game against stuttgart i so stuttgart started off pretty well they had a good chance in the second minute berkey blocked the shot um dorman tried to do something but every time like they got close to goal it just it just didn't it just didn't um, six minute, another good chance for Stuttgart. A free kick was given to them. Berkey was able to like fly high and block that shot. And I think that was like when I started to realize that Stuttgart were most likely gonna score first because like there was no way. Like the second minute and the sixth minute, they had good chances. Ain't no way. So um, Jude Bellingham was pretty aggressive in the first couple of minutes. He's he's I would say a low-key aggressive player like not in a bad way like he'll intentionally break someone's ankles and like two foot them not like that kind of aggressive but i think it's just his energy he's young so he has like all that energy in him to just get up and go 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 and when the team loses possession he'll do whatever he can to get the ball back you know it's nice it can be a bit much at times um i always get scared that like he might get a yellow or something but you know he's still young so whatever it's okay he'll learn um 
he did have a chance though in the 17th minute i think he scored it but it was offside one of the few real chances for the bees um a penalty was given in the 25th minute emmer chan fouled one of the stuttgart players in the box and their number 14 converted it making it one nil to stuttgart i would look up his name but i do not want to be in pain um Dortmund was all over the place after that chance they lost the ball easily and gave it away way too much there was even a moment where Emerchan literally kicked the ball in the direction of three white shirts like make it make sense babes make it make sense Dortmund ended up leveling the game in the 39th minute who else other than the American baby Giovanni Jean-Marc Reyna and yes, I just gave him a fake Haitian middle name because why not? I love this kid genuinely with my entire heart. I don't remember who crossed the ball in, but Reyna got one touch on it. And then boom, Stuttgart's goalkeeper was left in shambles, along with me as well. I was left in shambles too because the way that ball got, it, it was just amazing. Chef's kiss. The kid only scores bangers, like point blank period. I think he's only scored three goals in this um like so far and like they've all been bangers like he doesn't score no little tappings or anything you know no offense a goal is a goal but like the kid only scores bangers simply iconic come on young king and um you know after that that's where i stopped taking notes because everything literally went downhill from there um dormant went back to being in shambles and we're scrambling to get the ball um, from Stuttgart and you know tried to keep it away from them but failed miserably um, defense was not intact at all Fravor forgot that substitutes existed in the second half and made three of them in the 85th minute um, something almost came out of that though Makoko who should definitely either be starting or should be subbed in like right at the beginning of the second half um, he assisted Reyna but was offside so that goal was snatched from the fellas and you know I don't even know anymore this game was just so embarrassing and painful to watch it's just crazy how they let it get that bad like 5-1 5-1 like where even is Stuttgart on the table they're in seventh place so if my math is mathing that means they are at 17 points now so before this they had 14 points which means that they were probably in ninth or tenth place before this game now i could be wrong because i don't know tables are really weird and how like teams basically depend on each other like to um you know how like it'd be like oh if Tottenham loses this game then Chelsea can be first place you know like stuff like that that stuff is wild confusing to me um but you know I just <laughs> it was just sad but fortunately for us Dortmund fans Favre got sacked I had a feeling this was going to happen but then again not really because there's been multiple times when Favre should have been sacked but Dortmund kept him anyways um but I guess now Dortmund's problem is just to worry about finding a new manager i think though i don't know who this man is that they um put like as a substitute manager um i don't know his name let me see borussia dortmund um no this isn't what i wanted that's not can i just get his name please can I 
just get so i think his name is eden terzik is this who this person is okay yeah so eden terzik seems to be the guy who is going to be taking over um you know I hope he doesn't stay. Uh, we'll see how he does tomorrow. Um, Dorman plays tomorrow against Bremen. We'll see how he plays, how his tactics are. Now, um, me, I don't really trust, you know, um, certain men. So I don't want to have hopes up for him because I really don't know who this man is. Never really seen him before. But we'll see how tomorrow goes. Um, if the lineup looks, you know, messed up, then I already lost all hope and faith in this man. But um, a lot of people are looking at Mauricio Pochettino, Tottenham's old coach. You know, I mean, he's jobless and he seems like a nice guy. So why not? I think that Dortmund should just try to snap, snatch him um, because he seemed like a good manager. I really don't get why Tottenham let him go like that. And like he got your team who don't literally don't have any trophies. He got your team to the Champions League final and y'all did him dirty like that. Nah, so if Dorman can, they should definitely, um, you know, bring him in because I don't know. I did see some rumor about some other man. Um, they're considering this other man, but then I looked on the the replies, like the tweet replies, and people were like, "No, he's too weak." So um, I don't know, but we'll just see because I've just had enough. Um, as long as it's like not some random, like this coach needs to know what he's doing and he needs to have a good connection with the players and like genuinely know them and their positions and like their strengths and their weaknesses and like he needs to make subs that make sense and not make subs at the 85th minute whenever you're down 4-1 anyways um i wanted i i don't i'm just gonna skip over this i wanted to talk about um the Bayer leverkusen game um i watched the highlights and it was pretty interesting leon bailey scored a really good goal like um i think it was like literally at the beginning of the game it was um what was it 26 no fourth minute in the fourth minute um leverkusen got a corner kick and he was at the corner flag he passed it to his teammate who then passed it back to him and he scored at the most like non like non-human angle it was a very nice goal um and then he scored a second and 26 minute literally no one was defending him in the hoffenheim um their goalkeeper was way out of his box um i know yeah that game in the 4-1 it was really nice nice to know that you know their team respects their fans and you know they know how to play so moving on now um i want to talk about the mls cup final so i told myself that i was gonna watch this game and i didn't want to be fake so i did um it was against columbus crew and the seattle sounders so there was a good save in the 16th minute uh columbus crew had a corner an attempted volley shot but the sounders goalkeeper blocked it the sounders uh had a pair of brothers on the field christian and alex Roldan. i think that was really cute i think christian is the older one and then alex is the younger one um either way it's just cute i know their parents are so proud anyways um the crew opened up the game in the 24th minute the cross went towards lucas Zella Rayan and his first touch was the attempted shot and it slipped right under the goalkeeper. Second crew goal was also really nice. One of the um one of the players had a good bit of like open space, but he passed it to Derek Etienne Jr., who um scored a magnificent goal. I think Lucas assisted him. So good 
thanks for doing that, Mr. Lucas. Um, if you didn't know, uh, Derek Etienne Jr. is of Haitian descent, so obviously there's a bias there. I do enjoy him as a player, though. I've seen him play f- with um, Haiti's national team, and I also watched his interview, or I listened, well, I listened and watched um, his interview with the Cooligans, and he seems like, like a chill guy, so good for him, making Haiti proud, even though I don't, I don't know if any of them knows what the MLS is over there, but whatever. Um, I tuned back into the game around the 70th minute because I took a shower, but I didn't really miss much. Um, it wasn't like the Sounders weren't taking shots and like getting chances themselves though. They just weren't able to get them in. And like some of the shots were just wide as well. Plus Columbus's defense were doing a pretty good job in the back. Um, 79th minute, Sounders had a good chance. Jordan Morris took the shot, but the Cruz goalkeeper did like a super jump break your back save it looked like it was going to hit the post so i think he would have been fine but better safe than sorry um third goal for the crew happened not too long after that in the 81st minute honestly i think i would have been really mad if this man didn't take this shot because he was literally in the perfect position like no one was like up on him and no one was like really close to him like boom um i think it was also zellerian what was his name yeah zellerian um, he scored that second goal. So he had two goals and an assist in this game. Um, Jaisi started as almost added a fourth for the crew, but his shot was just wide. And that's really it. Columbus stayed dominant and consistent during the game. So it was a well-deserved win for them. Um, and it's also nice that they won, you know, with their fans who should be home in the stadium. Uh, it was definitely an exciting and interesting game to watch. So I'm glad I watched it. So congrats to the crew for that. Moving on now to Champions League. So, um, I didn't even pull this up. So, what am I looking up? Oh, Champions League. Okay, so match day six of six went like this. Jesus, this is a lot of games. Okay. Um, Zenit Dortmund 2-1 to Dortmund. Lazio Club Bruges 2-2. Barcelona Juventus 3-0 to Juventus. Chelsea Krasnodar 1-1. RB Leipzig Man United 3-2 to Leipzig. Dynamo Kiev Fern Savaros 1-0 to Dynamo. Ren Sevilla 3-1 to Sevilla. Midgetland Liverpool 1-1. PSG Istanbul Basaksi here 5-1 to PSG. Ajax Atalanta 1-0 to Atalanta. Bayern Munich, Lokomotiv Moscow, 2-0 to Bayern. Real Madrid, Mönchengladbach, 2-0 to Mönchen... Nope, 2-0 to Real Madrid. RB Salzburg, Atletico Madrid, 2-0 to Atletico. Man City, Marseille, 3-0 to Man City. Inter Milan, Shakhtar Donetsk, 1. Nope, 0-0. No, no. Can I read? Um, Olympiacos, Porto, 2-0 to Porto. So, that was a lot. And out of all of those games, I don't really think I... Well, I mean, okay, I didn't really watch, um, I've watched Barca and Juventus and a little bit of PSG versus Istanbul, but I kind of watch like highlights of some games, but I'm not really going to talk about them. Um, with Barca and Juventus, Juventus completely dominated this game. I don't really know what Barca was doing and I really don't feel like talking about it. Um, I genuinely just... 
I mean, not, I mean, the look you can't remember, but let me see if I can pull up the highlights and just randomly, I don't want extended highlights. Okay. I'll just skip through. Okay. Messi looks, Messi still looks really young. Like he shaved his beard and he looks like, I don't, I think he's only like 29, 30. He looks pretty good for his age. Um, okay chance seventh minute for whatever juventus yeah okay oh penalty was given um because what's this i've never who was this man barca's number eight number four fouled ronaldo in the box they got a penalty he converted it um can I okay Weston scored a really nice goal Jesus it's like a a volley type thing like it was a really nice goal um the other goals didn't count only Weston's goal counted so technically the game ended one nil to Juventus but either way again Juventus completely dominated this game um there was really nothing Barca did um I mean maybe some chances here or there but um it was blocked um by Buffon or either like just wide or something like that um yellow cards here and there fouls here and there chances that just couldn't Marilyn Janik now let me tell you something I think we talked about him last week about like he never plays and then now all of a sudden Ronald Coleman wants to put him in against his old team you see how like sick and twisted people can be anyways moving on now um I think that's it with that so today the round of 16 uh draw or just whatever was announced i'm going to um say how that played out now i thought that was today so like i thought that um i thought it was today at what's at 12 at noon but i was very incorrect and it happened to be like at their noon wherever it was happening so I look like a dummy because by the time I um went to like go see it was already posted like seven <laughs> from seven hours ago so you know clown things um all right so the round of 16 draw looks like this Monching Gladback in Man City Lazio versus Bayern Atletico Madrid versus Chelsea that's gonna be a good game Leipzig versus Liverpool Porto versus Juventus Barcelona versus Paris Saint-Germain which can we get something different please like oh my god um Sevilla versus Dortmund and then Atalanta versus Real Madrid so again I know that um again Atletico and Chelsea I just thought that's going to be a really interesting game um Leipzig and Liverpool also I could see that being interesting Barcelona versus Pirate I'm sick of this like can we please get a different narrative like I'm so over it um Sevilla versus Dortmund we'll just see but um yeah that's the round of 16 these games will be happening next year um let me see if I think it's in February because usually these games happen like around um valentine's day and then there's always that stupid post that's like hey babe do you want to go to paris madrid or something and then blah blah well y'all won't be able to pull that trick on your girls this year or next year because we in the middle of a pandemic so we'll see how y'all um find different ways to finesse that into your text messages um 
so these games oh there's going to be two legs so the first legs will be um february 16th 17th the 23rd and 24th and then the second leg of games will be the march 9th 10th 16th and 17th so we will see what happens with those so let's move on now um i think just from here on out it's just gonna be mess and trash i'm just gonna be honest with you guys so i'm gonna oh my god what is that i'm gonna start off with the obvious um i'm gonna read this post off of um tumblr and a tweet and then we'll just go on from there so let me just find it in my phone not instagram my phone jesse lingard is doing a giveaway y'all uh i the post went away but i don't know he's doing a giveaway y'all okay so this post is from blog amel majari a-m-e-l-m-a-j-r-i-i so they posted a video and it says the Istanbul Basaksi here and PSG players walking off the field to show that they are against racism. Summary. The fourth official said the N-word to an Istanbul staff and the staff member didn't accept this and started asking why he called him that. The referee came and gave him a red card and he had to go off the pitch. The players from both sides started asking explanation from the referees. The UEFA ref said that the N-word in Romanian means black guy and that he didn't intend to insult him. Dembaba, a player, then asked why does he have to address him as black guy, but when it's a white person, you never say white guy. For asking precisions, he was shown a red card by the referee. Even then, the referee didn't do anything and wanted to continue the match. The players refused and walked off to show that they support that they don't support racism and won't come back until that linesman is sent off and replaced. I'm going to add, if it were not for the players and staff, UEFA and the referee would not have taken any action and forced the match to continue. And now uh, the tweets. This tweet is from Emmanuel rosu at emmy shore e-m-i-s-h-o-r on twitter breaking the romanian anti-discrimination council chairman said it's racism without any possible without pause i can't read it's racism without any possibility of interpretation he could have identified the player by so many other details and ignore his color so let me take a sip of water before i get into this let me just Let me get my, let me just, let me just, hold on. Okay. So with, I'm just going to break, let me just go through and just, just check things off while I'm at it. So, um, the fourth official count your days. I'm not, I don't know your name. I don't want to know your name. Your name is irrelevant to me. You are irrelevant to me. How dare you? call this man this word how dare you refer to this man by the color of his skin like i just want to say that um with this whole situation in general especially like with the referee saying it language isn't an excuse y'all are using language as a way to mask your racism and it's just the fact that oh that word in Romanian means black guy. Okay, but why did he say it to him though? 
why did he need to address this man by the color of his skin? It doesn't make any sense at all. Like, please just make it make sense for me. Like, you mean to tell me that he couldn't have been like, hey, you, you know, if whatever the issue was, whether um, this man was upset about uh, a foul or a call that wasn't given or something, there should have been no reason for you to call him this this word to get his attention. Like, are you are you serious? And then and then for this ref to just try to play downplay this thing. And act like, you know, it's nothing and and try to continue the game. Like, really? You were going to sit here and let this game go on right after this man, this fourth official, call this man a negro? Are you, are you, are you serious? So not only should the fourth official just be banned from this, that referee should be banned as well. Because how, how are we going to know that for another game, where an instance like this happens or a situation like this happens that you're not going to do the same thing. Why are you okay with letting this game go on after all of everyone is riled up because of this and you expected them to stay on the pitch and play? Are you, you use your, you know, worms for brains, just worms for brains. And there is, um, I want to applaud, um, Dembaba for what he did and what he said because he was speaking straight facts like why are you addressing this man by black guy because you know if it was a white person you wouldn't have referred to them as a white guy so why do you think it's okay to do that and the fact that both um the staff member which I think his name is Pierre Webu both he and Dembaba both got red cards for what like for what? What they did nothing wrong. They were just simply trying to understand why one, why am I getting called a negro? And two, why are you calling my why are you calling a member of this team a ne like they it just shows you how um ignorant people are and how they really just don't care. And I just cannot believe that this excuse of the romance is a word in the romance. No, you knew the context of how you were saying this word. There's no excuses for you to make here. Like you knew what you were saying and it came out of your mouth and now you're getting heat for it and you want to act like, oh, well, I didn't mean like that. You knew exactly how you meant it. You saw this black man and you were like, hmm, negro. Like that doesn't just slip out of your mouth like that. Like you knew what you were doing. Don't sit here trying to defend him. Don't sit here trying to defend yourself whenever this grown man knew exactly what he was saying. And I want to talk about this other man. His name is Micah Richards. I'm just going to play this clip for you guys and we'll just go from there. So let me play this for y'all. Um, I think Dumba Bar was in his rights to say what he, he, he said. And I think that's the whole problem in society today. We're trying to label people as different. But playing devil's advocate, I think it's difficult because if we're in, we're in a room like we are, we are now and someone calls us and someone says, um, the black person or the black one, then I wouldn't take offense to that. So it's difficult without knowing the context in which the word was used. It's very difficult to jump on either bandwagon. I think the players there, for them not to come out 
both teams and stand together it might have been something more than that but from the evidence I've been seeing there it's very difficult for me to you know slate the, the the fourth official because I don't know in which way the co- the context it was used and in the in the country in, in Romania you say he's from uh, yes. Roberto the word ni negro negro black in it means black and it, it's difficult I don't, I, every time like we the problem is with racism when we have actually got a racial moment that happens um, we we don't really deal with it and then we have something that might have been or might not have been it is two different things so we can't you know assume just because he said that he's being racist um was he being ignorant probably racist i'm not sure and that's just off the evidence i've been given so let's just um <sighs> let's just let's let's just get into this so micah richards based off this video um you know this is what white people love to hear this is what white people love to see they love it when the black person is talking out of their neck and saying that something isn't racist or something isn't a big deal and not only along with this but apparently he defended those racist Millwall fans who booed a couple weeks ago so he's just that black person and I mentioned this a couple episodes ago um I hate those black people that are just like well just because of x doesn't mean that x like I beg you please stop you look dumb like you want to play devil's advocate I just don't understand why you're saying that Dimba Ba um, I I can't even remember what them what he said about them Bob because there's literally so much stupidity that came out of this man's mouth. But in the end, what Dembaba said was right. Why did he refer to this man by the color of his skin? Because if it was a white guy, he wouldn't have done it. And you also saying that you wouldn't mind or care if someone said that to you doesn't make that man. It doesn't make Pierre Webo. It doesn't make his feelings any like his feelings are valid. He had every right to be upset about being called that. He had every right to be upset about that. A white man calling you a negro. He has every right to be upset about that. And then you want to bring up context and how the fourth official might not have meant it in a racist way. Like, are you serious? Anyone with an actual brain that isn't made up of worms like yours could tell that it was racist because this man could have referred to him in any other way. Whatever the situation was, he could have been like, hey, sir, you know, hey, what's what's your name? Like, okay, okay, Mr. Pierre, please calm down. We can get this situation handled or something. This man referred to Pierre as a negro. And you want to talk about context? Please don't make me laugh. And just throughout this entire thing, especially towards the end where he's like talking about, you know, racism and what is racism and what might be racism, but isn't racism is racism point blank, period. There's no it, it, there's no There's nothing like it's not a seesaw where it could, something could be racist, something couldn't be. He just throughout the end, he's just talking out of his bum because he was making no sense at all. Like he was literally 
trying to be fake woke and he ended up looking really dumb while doing so but no i mean since you have to be that token black guy you have to be that devil's advocate you know to make the whites comfortable and to have them applaud you and pat you on your back and say yes this black person gets it yes this black person is quite all right like sir you do realize you're black too right you're you're a negro you're a negro and at the end of the day these white folks don't care about you because the same ones that were patting your back because i did see people tweeting and be like yes um what he said is right and this white people like but Y'all have nothing to do with this conversation in the first place, but I'm going to come drag y'all later. Let me deal with Micah first. Um, you do realize that those same white people who are patting you on the back and applauding you for saying this, for being the devil's advocate, will turn around and call you a negro, and you're just going to be standing there looking dumb because you're trying so hard to get these white folks' acceptance. And now, speaking of white folks, I don't appreciate you guys inserting yourselves into these types of conversations. Um when you really just need to sit back and stay quiet i saw many of y'all talking about he didn't know his name he didn't mean like that and this and that like y'all have any saying this and i say this in the nicest way possible please shut up and stay out of black souls business because just because the fourth official didn't know this man's name it gave him the right to call him a negro and what do you mean he didn't mean it like that what exactly did he mean then please give me a good explanation and if you can't then please hush up and mind your own business i beg like I don't know. I don't know how many times we as black folks, we as black people have to say this. Just stop talking. If you're not going to genuinely listen to what black people have to say in this type of specific situation, to please see your way out. If you are not going to sit back and listen and stop speaking over black people whenever these types of situations come up, please see your way out. Because I think even in that video, when Demba Ba was speaking to that fourth official he was trying to interrupt and like no you said what you said now you need to sit back and you need to listen and get read to filth. don't speak over black people because this discussion had nothing to do with you in the first place and it had nothing to do with you to begin with and then y'all want to get upset and talk about black people this black people that. no let's mind your own business you have no saying this and in the end i don't even know or think that you wait for a did much about this and one thing that really irks me is that this whole say no to racism thing that uefa has been got going on for the past couple years you know they can just they can just take that down they can take down their little say no to racism slogan thing because it's very clear and evident um that it's not the case especially when the end especially when in the end we know that no serious punishment will come out of it and i just I just don't, I just don't get why this is still happening in 2020. Um, it's kind of just like not even surprising anymore. Like people just really just don't read the room. We've been through enough um, racism and racial issues this year. Like, can y'all stop adding to this list? Like, please, can we just have a day or a time or a month where we just don't have to be racist like being racist just is so is it really that difficult not to be racist like i really want to know like is it really that difficult like are you really so bothered by someone's skin color or someone's ethnicity or race are you really bothered by that that you just have to be racist and have to go out of your way to be negative and nasty towards someone that doesn't look the same like that doesn't look the same as you uh anyways so that's it with that 
um, I don't want to end on a weird, moody um, note. So I'll just move on. I'll just end off with this. This is such a mess. Um, Not like a racist mess, but like a messy mess. So Jack Grealish was recently all over the medias and news. Um, and girlies, this was a hot mess. So obviously Jack Grealish is always on some BS. And so I was like, okay, you know, what is it now? Um, so I saw how he and Ross, Bla- Ross Barkley were in some trouble because they broke the rules of like going out and stuff and they went to dinner and yeah. And I thought that was it. You know, I was not surprised. I don't even think they got punished for it. So what's the point? It wasn't until... It wasn't until I scrolled a bit farther down on Twitter and I saw a picture of Mr. Jack in like a white robe on a bed, maybe in a hotel room. And along with him in this picture is a woman who is black and she's in a robe as well. But like her yiddies are, you know, out and about saying, hello, loves, hello, darlings. Like they're literally just out there. And I was just flabbergasted by this because, you know, I didn't think Jack Grealish rode that way. Um, I didn't think Jack Grealish was like that, but you know, it's nice to know that he doesn't discriminate. You know, I know a lot of people either were like really mad about this or really just like not taking it serious at all. I just thought this was funny. Um, yes, uh, it's important that they needed, how do I say this? Yes, it's bad because you know, these footballers, especially by now should know that you need to stay home. Like really, I don't get it. You need to stay home. And you need to stop, you know, messing around with other people, going out with other people because you're putting yourself at risk and other people at risk. You need to know that. But on the other hand, it's just kind of like certain footballers, especially English footballers. I don't know what's in the crack, but it's just so bad. Um, They just don't want to follow the rules. And I'm just kind of like, if you do end up breaking the rules, can y'all at least be secretive about it? Like, why are y'all taking pictures and you know snapchat like why are y'all doing that like you know that you are not supposed to be doing a certain thing and then you end up you know pull out you're like just do something can y'all just at least do something in secret and i don't know how this photo leaked i'm not really concerned about it i do hope that that woman in the photo is okay and that she's not getting you know any hate or whatever because i know how y'all can be with black people especially black women but i'm just kind of like this whole situation, I just have, I have to laugh. Like, I literally have to laugh. And um, apparently, Jack Grealish has a girlfriend, which, child, if you don't, if you didn't break up with him beforehand, you definitely need to do it now. Because I just don't understand how after all this, all the mess that he puts himself into, you still standing behind him. Girl, I don't care how much money you give me. I don't care what kind of car you buy me. I don't care if you buy me a BMW, an Audi, or a Mercedes Benz. I don't care if you get me a Louis bag. I don't care if you give me a Gucci Fendi. I don't care. You can possibly you can possibly see me staying with Jack Grealish after he's been, you know, he's always in the headlines, always acting the fool and making me look like a fool. Please. So if it's true that he does have a girlfriend, she just needs to go ahead and just, you know, count her blessings and just leave. Um, take whatever bags, take some of his jewelry if you need to. And that's it. I don't know. But she just needs to leave because girl, he's, he's making you look like a, a, a dummy, like a, a big fat dummy. Um, along with making himself look like a dummy. So, you know, that just whole, that whole thing just was flat. Just, just flabbergasted me and the funniest part was just all the tweets on twitter i'm pretty sure if you type in um grealish's name on twitter you'll find all of them which if you want a good laugh sure go ahead 
Um, but in the end, I see like where this definitely is like a serious issue. Like he shouldn't have done that. He shouldn't be out. Um, we're still in the middle of a pandemic and all that. But then I also see it's just kind of like at this point, which I don't know, like I'm not even surprised at this point when I see his name in the headlines or just any English player's name and name in the headlines. So yeah, well, that's all. That's all. Um, yeah, that's all. That's all for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you so much for listening. You can follow me. Well, you can follow. Well, sure, you can follow me on Instagram, shadina.d or shadina d. Um, if you know how to spell that, then kudos to you. But I'm, yeah, my name is in the podcast, so you can see. Um, you can follow the social medias, footballs drama on Instagram and Twitter, and then football drama on Tumblr. Also, be sure to like follow on whatever streaming slash podcasting you listen to so you can be updated on episodes um and yeah i hope you're doing well and you're safe i think i'll just go ahead and just upload this today monday um i don't think we'll see if i upload it monday then great if i upload it tomorrow tuesday then you know that's also great but we'll see because i really have nothing to do um so i might as well just edit it and just get it out we'll see though we'll see um yeah again i hope you're doing well you're safe um having a good break or whatever if you are on break and um see so thank you again for listening i will see you all next week